You are listening to a podcast of the Geek.io Media Network. For all of our shows and more, visit geek-io.net. And to help support the network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io. Now for a lesson. Konbanwa, Anime Otaku Show Yokoso. Good evening. Welcome to the Anime Otaku Show. You may have heard these words before, but I'll teach you what they really mean. Remember, we will be discussing all episodes up to the ones we talk about tonight. Anata go supporta o kimishi nanara soyo. If you don't mind spoilers, welcome. Go beyond! Plus! Yes, indeed! Kombawa Minasa! This is the Anime Otaka Show episode number 26. Holy crap. Who the hell is this guy? I am CJ Ghost Brother Boat. Joining me in the magical world of anime are, of course, Josh, what a twist. McGrath. Hey, yo. Carrie, we're changing costumes now. Wilcox. Hello. I have Teddy Grahams. Delbert, something, something power inside you. Sand. Something, something high. And in the incorrect time, but keeping us alive as always, roll arms around the world, Garza. Hello, I have off-brand painkillers. We and uh, from behind, every so often, special guests, uh, Rachel Catgirl, boat. It's a lie as I sit here chomping on cinnamon toast crunch. Which is like what a cat girl would do. Cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, it's glorious. But no, this is your soundboard speaking, CJ. How dare you introduce me as someone else? My soundboard is so cool, you guys. I mean, it's very interactive, so. It is. Uh, I'm glad my my uh, new job allows me to do these things. Right? Uh, hey, Josh. A lot of money into me. Get the use out of me that you need. Whoa. Um, phrasing. Apparently, the soundboard doesn't understand the concept of innuendo. It's a soundboard. Come on. Uh, So tonight, we are talking about My Hero Academia Season 3, Episode 21, What's the Big Idea? And Season 3, Episode 22, a talk about your Nesquik. I mean, Quirk. Your Nesquirk. (laughs) Nesquirk. Oh, I see All Might on the bottom of... Nesquik yeah, it's it, instead, of, instead of the bunny, it's All Might. Like a lot of the products in that show, if you haven't paid, if you haven't noticed. So is that instead the same of, rabbit from the Tricks cereal? No, they're cousins. Okay. Just instead of be sure. sure to drink your Ovaltine, it's be uh, sure to drink that, your that, Nesquik. That's, that's super racist, right? Well, not all rabbits are the same, right? Uh, speaking of things that aren't all the same, we're looking at cells at work. Season 1, Episode 9, Thamocyte. And Season 1, Episode 10, Staphylococcus aureus. Bless you. And, thank you. Who boy, mm. Planet With, Season 1, Episode 9, Messenger of Awakening. And Season 1, Episode 10, Kaelin and Rashaverak. Jeez, man, you really need to go to a doctor with all that sneezing you're doing. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. But nevertheless, bless you. Thank you. I'm I sure you could have some of those off-brand painkillers if Raul wants to share. Well, I mean, it's not really going to do too much for sneezing. I'd really need an off-brand antihistamine. Antihistamine? Yitterina. 
quick, give Deku a moonstone. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't think we want him getting any stronger just yet. <laughs> Gotta uh, have something for the rest of the season. Man, but Josh, what's the big idea? Who boy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, My Hero Academia finishing up its uh, provisional license exam. Yep. With a bang as we get one of my personal favorite pro heroes, Gang Orca. So good. Oh my god, you guys, he's so fucking cool. He is. So cool. So fucking awesome. And the sharpest dresser next to Edshot. <laughs> so is Orca like a... Is it kind of like Foppy's where it's, it's just an animal, but like more because he's developed his cork to yeah. have that well, sonic see, that's, blast? That, that's the thing that's interesting about uh, what I've seen so far of people with animal-based quirks is it varies from individual to individual. Uh, I haven't... I can't remember if they've done a ton with it uh, in the anime so far, but when you see Froppy's family, her entire family is frog quirk, but all of them manifest it differently. And Sue, of course, being the best, has all of the frog powers. All of them, as we see a little bit. She is our powers combined, Captain Frog. She, she's borderline on Frog Mary Sue. Do <laughs> do. <laughs> But man, that was that, 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 that was the, well done. Uh, the character development you get in this one episode, mm-hmm. you you get more that Todoroki is still dealing with his father. Yeah, so, and I mean that's, and he he mentions it too. Like he's like, I thought I was done with this, but yeah, I guess I'm not. But that's the great thing. They didn't just like okay, they were we're just going to say he's done. No, it's still there. Like a like an actual person feelings Todoroki proving even more that he has Vegeta I know but it's like it's carrying on within the series it's just I, I just really like good character development yeah good good character development doesn't stop is the thing because when character development stops the character stops yeah it's like like you said I mean it's right? still carried on it's like oh I forgot about my I, I forgot about you and then he realizes that I can't forget about you because you are a part of me. I have to accept that and I got to push forward. Yeah, and him realizing, wait, I was a total dick to this guy. I need to stop doing that Kinda because it's like my me exactly is. like my father. Yeah. yeah. This is this is the episode, you guys, where all of the super powerful people act like little shits. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you see that like they are powerful. They are amazing, but... They're still kids. Yeah, they're still kids. And then uh, what's the name of the wind guy? Uh, Yorashi. M-, M. Bison looking motherfucker. I was going to say the last airbender, but okay. Close enough. And um, Yorashi or M. Bison, all of which one. It's, it's amazing because he becomes what he hated. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's this what- character that was only introduced a couple episodes ago, we get so much character about in one episode. It's how, uh, it's how good storytelling and pacing works when it's done right. And then I love the writing in this one where Midoriya comes in for less than a minute, but he has his effect on people. 
Yep. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And then it hits them both at the same time. Oh, we're being fucking stupid. And the great thing is, is that it shows off just how capable these characters still are because they realize they're at opposite ends of the of the battlefield right now with Gang Orca in the middle. And they realize we're being little shits. We need to cooperate. And they manage to somehow create a fire vortex together, having A, never met before today in their lives, or, you know, other than that one time at the uh, the test, and Todoroki didn't even remember that. And two, not being able to talk it out with each other. Yeah. And it's still, their plan actually fucking works. But that's the thing, and that that's one of the things this test is for is to see how well heroes who have never worked together before can mesh together at a critical moment and can adapt to an ever-changing battlefield and does does it really well um but yeah like freaking gang work is so fucking cool like and like it's it's great because not only is he a badass but he's a badass who's prepared because he knows his weak points yeah Oh, I'm fish-based, or well, aquatic mammal, because not actually a fish. Drying out's really bad for me. Here, I've got a bottle of water, you bitches. <laughs> that was such an epic little sequence too. He's just like, oh, fire! I'm gonna oh. keep well played, but <laughs> I'm gonna stay wet. Yeah, and then. Deku comes along to fight him and actually causes gang Orca to acknowledge his strength. Yeah. So yeah, if we if we would have continued on with this, I might have actually lost. <laughs> like Well, I mean that's look significant. At the, the villains that Dick well, the one major villain has taken out is muscle, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and a little guy named Stain. Like, he didn't do it solo, but he fucking took out the hero killer. Well, like, yeah, no, well, he took him down, but he did, Stain didn't stay down. He still pushed his presence on, like, pro heroes. And, yeah. Yeah, but he's still, like, Stain conceded defeat to Deku. Yeah. The, the thing is... And then saved him. It, it wasn't technically Deku's quirk itself. It was that Deku. defeated Stain. It was Deku. Deku. Yeah. It was his heart. Deku, Stain conceded to Deku because he is actually a hero. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but so yeah. I mean, but nobody knew about Muscle. Like the only people that knew about Muscle were poor Coda's parents. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he was on some list somewhere, but he wasn't a big name supervillain. Yeah, enough to be enough of a list to be on the to get joined up to the um, the league, the actual yeah. Vanguard squad, and the be- league of extraordinary douchebags. Because and because Deku fought him before they were authorized to fight to save their own lives, he couldn't even get credit for that takedown. Yeah, yeah. Like Aizawa covered his ass there. Mm-hmm. And then we get the. I, I love how they. The test was focused on rescuing, on, on rescuing people. The yeah, villains the villains were, were ju- there as a distraction. Yeah. Um, 
Hello, something, 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 22. Um, but yeah, it's, it, um, yeah. So we got, we got the awesome, you know, Todoroki and M. Bison stuff. And then we get the results. Oh, hey, look who failed. Fucking Minata passed. <laughs> he, he was cooperative. Still, fucking Minata passed. Yeah. Well, they also, did kind of foreshadow everything in the first, like, 30 seconds of the episode, considering they flat out said, we obviously can't get a replacement for All Might because there is no replacing him. But I bet you if we get enough to work together on the same team, we can have a solid team if they work together. So that's kind of what they ended up doing. And if you weren't part of the team, you fucked up and you failed. Yeah, because guess who didn't pass Bakugo? The three idiots that were fighting. Yeah. With each other in front of the bad guy. And Yorashi and Todoroki, who everybody watching this probably assumed was a shoe-in to pass. Yeah, like yeah, Yoroashi including and, himself. Yeah, y- Yoroashi and ba- uh, and Todoroki were both like, "Yeah, we got this, no problem." Nope. <laughs> freaking grape ape, whatever the hell his name is. Minata. <laughs> Minata. Grape ape. Uh, He's got the great balls of flyer. Um, little perverted butt wagon passed, and you're sitting there going, "But, but, but." My soundboard. He very high. Sure he was I mean, part of the team. he 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 what? did do what he was. He did what he was supposed to be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's and, not a fighter, so he was definitely helping with the evacuation with the actual people that he was supposed to be helping. Yeah, and he was and he was uh stop he was stopping people with his with his grapes. He was yeah. trapping people and, and obstructing uh, them. But to, uh to, to he can use both his fire and ice now. Well it's yeah, he, kind of. Kind he, of, yeah. He, it slows him down physically, but he's like, I can't move anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> and I, I think, I, I honestly, I love that he failed the test. I think this is the best possible thing that could have happened for his character because the life that we've seen him live so far is that he's basically been forced to succeed by his father to the point that he's kind of assumed he can't fail. Failure is not an option. Failure is not even in the realm of possibility. And all of a sudden, he fails. You fail. Yeah, he, he's got a, his father's, not only his father's uh, expectations on him, but his own expectations or overshadow his father at some point. Exactly. And so for him to suddenly fuck up and be a human being is only going to propel him to greater heights further on. Um, and then we have a reveal. Yeah. Hey, CJ. How do you like them apples? Uh, them crazy, crazy apples. I don't really like Cammy. She's not my kind of crazy. Surprise. <laughs> She's something else. But still no, not, still not as good as Hatsune. <laughs> the one thing that I do like that they did at the end of the episode itself, other than obviously revealing that Bat Crap Crazy was really Bat Crap Crazy. Um, is the fact that they said we have the intention of issuing the final provisional licenses to those who did not pass. 
You just have to work a little bit harder. That that flat out saying that they will get, get them. They just have to fix the problem. So hopefully they'll acknowledge that they were being, you know, turds. Well, they, 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 they did acknowledge it at the end. They both acknowledged it at the same time that they were being dickheads. I still yeah. don't like you, but I'll see you later. <laughs> Spoiler, he totally we're, likes him. We oh, yeah. are going to be best friends whether you like it or not. Yeah, but yeah, like they saw that they didn't pass and they were both like, yeah, you know what? I deserve that. And they both acknowledged it and accepted it. And though you could see that they were obviously like upset. <laughs> well, that oh, Bakugo is Bakugo. Legacy. You know, th- this is my family legacy. My, my father is this and that. And I'm supposed to live up to that. And I hate my father, but I still have to follow in his footsteps because that's what I'm supposed to do. Well, shit, I'm not going to be able to do that now. It's not It's not Rachel. It's a very sentient uh, soundboard. It enjoys and- my Speaking of Bakugo, also in this episode, we see that Shouty McShout Boy is not as stupid as a lot of people think that he is. Oh, yeah. No, no. Because he put all of the puzzle pieces together, you guys, and he figured out one for all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bakugo. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's just a, a random like meathead and he just yells at no he's actually he just he just has charisma so far as his dump stat he dumped it down to one so he can raise all no, of his other his charisma is so far up his ass that he's that's the, that's the thing he doesn't suffer from low charisma he suffers from low wisdom he's got fantastic presence he's just applying it terribly yeah and i have to i, I you have to believe that hanging out with deku for as long as he had even if they were "Quote unquote rivals for a while." Some of Deku's capability of understanding rubbed off on Bakugo. Oh yeah, yeah, and he is just—he's naturally an intelligent person. Because you have to remember, in order to get into UA, you didn't have just to have to just pass the practical. You also had to pass an incredibly grueling written exam, which Bakugo passed. <laughs> which makes me wonder how people like uh, Minata and uh, Sugar Rush—I keep forgetting his name—Pato. Uh, yeah, they, how they pass the practical. Well, see, that's the thing is we haven't had a whole lot of development on their characters yet. Yeah. They I, probably got a lot of rescue points, too. Yeah, that's my guess. I mean, I'm guessing Kirishima just did like through pure like assault to the mechs because he's proven at least what we've seen. Oh. I love Kirishima. I love Kirishima. It's just he's not bright boy. <laughs> he, he's not. But here's the thing. Keep watching. Oh no, I I I know he gets uh I, I know he gets development. I know he gets a lot of development. Um well the 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 thing is I don't read the manga, but I read a lot of self-spoilers. Um, a, a, a lot of his development comes from self-actualization. And, and that's good. That is that is how things should be done. Like that's a lightning um, boy, right? No, yes. no, that's that's Kaminari. Kirishima is a uh, red spiky hair going ah. to be best friends with Bakugo, whether Bakugo likes it or not. Right. Yes. Spiky fist. Red riot. Oh, yeah. red riot. So good. But uh, bringing it back to Bakugo and Deku really quick. Um, so we have these two boys. They've grown up together. They both idolize All Might for different reasons. Bakugo has always been the naturally talented, the naturally charismatic, the naturally strong 
the leader, the winner, the champion, the big fish in the small pond. And Deku's always been the kid who can't. And suddenly, Bakugo comes to the realization that the reason that Deku has been catching up to him is because All Might, their mutual idol, saw something in him and acknowledged him enough to give him his power without Bakugo having ever realized what was happening. And the best part of that is, when he's talking about this, it's not anger. There's jealousy in there. But this is not... Jealousy and how was I this stupid? Yeah, this is not anger. This is not, you know, pissed off. It's it's frustration more than anything. Yeah. With himself. But it's also, show me what this is. I need to know. Show me what you got. Show me your moves. Show me what made you deserving of this and not me. And because that's the thing, again, going back to Bakugo, he's he's not stupid. As much as he's a force of personality in not the best of ways, he is a very intelligent person because look at the way he uses his quirk. Yeah. The, the, the way he moves himself with his explosions, that requires serious mathematical calculation to pull off. Yeah, and he does it with because you're you're dealing with angles, you're dealing with thrust, you're dealing with vectors. That is not something easy to do, and he does it smoothly enough that when Deku is originally practicing one for all and trying to figure out how to move better with it, instead of just focusing in, into a finger and using it like a shotgun, he thinks, "Well, Kachan moves like this." Teku discovered legs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it's it is it's really cool seeing like I, mean, I, I I'm not the hugest fan of Bakugo. I'm not the hugest fan of the Sasuke archetype. But like, I enjoy the fact that he is developing. Like, unlike Sasuke, where for some reason I forget Naruto's mangaka decided, just, you know what, we're gonna put him over here. He's not gonna get any development. We're not getting that with Bakugo. And see, that, that, that's the thing is Bakugo really isn't a Sasuke type. I, I can see where the parallel is being drawn, but that's not his, his character. Sasuke is, you know, uh, my family is dead because of my brother. I'm a revenger. Honestly, <laughs> I saw more of Sasuke in Todoroki before Todoroki turned into more of a Zuko, stereo, a Zuko archetype. <clears throat> yeah, uh, yeah. Todoroki's absolutely a Zuko. To, like Zuko, which even um, the Avatar writers said took influence from Vegeta. <laughs> the, 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 see, the funny thing is, that's where I was going. Is Bakugo feels a lot more like Vegeta. He's he's very like proud. That. He's very arrogant. But once he's shown that his strength can only go so far, he's like. Oh shit, I actually have to try. No shit. And he learns and he changes and he grows, which isn't something that can be said for fucking Goku. Fuck gold form. <laughs> and that's actually one of the things I love about Bakugo is that normally I hate that archetype. The loud, angry, doesn't do anything but blow shit up and act like a little shit and is just there to piss everybody else off. But the fact that 
there's depth to him and the fact that he grows as a character and you get to see the parts where he's not just explosions with no brain really elevates him to a new level he's not my absolute favorite character but i can appreciate him because so much work was put into making him a real human being exactly all right uh any last thoughts on my hero before we move on they gonna fight. Yeah, it's gonna be real good. Oh, um, we didn't even touch on the fact that All Might goes to have a conversation with All for One. Oh yeah. Oh my God, you guys, the the animation in that episode, the way they drew All Might was so damn good. I do like how he's choosing not to refit his superhero outfit. He's just wearing the big one, even in his non-muscular form. And it's gigantic. And I feel you all might for somebody who's lost 70 pounds. It was like, oh shit. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, uh, that was some conversation they had. Yeah. I mean, all for one being the villain. Like, like he's like, yeah, you dreamed of being the Paragon of Justice. I have a similar dream, but I want to be a demon king. And see, that that's the thing is a lot of that scene is in how all for one portrays himself. He carries himself and he speaks with the same level of, I've got this in a bag in the bag in the palm of my hands, despite the fact that he can't even scrunch his face the wrong way without guns pointing themselves at his head. He is in a straight jacket. He looks like he has drugs being pumped into him. He's on yeah. life support yes, under brainwave surveillance to keep him from activating any of his laundry list of quirks. And he's still behaving as if everything is going exactly as he planned it. Because to him, so far it is. And that makes him absolutely fantastic as a villain. He oh. has been captured, but he is not defeated. And that is chilling, and I love it. And that, I mean, if you think about it, it might still be playing into what he wants to have happening right now. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. Like, he, he let's face be. it, cr cr crazy bitch is leaving the uh, provisionals, and she wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, she got she, dead. She got a lot of intel and some of Deku's blood. Which is yeah. something they've been trying for all season. Thankfully, we know from uh, All Might's previous conversation with Deku after the Stain encounter that they can't do anything too untowards with it. Yeah, but she but can still become. She Deku. can still become him if she gets enough of the blood. Because I think there's a minimum amount that she has to consume. But I'm wondering if they haven't found a way to, but let's face it, we know how to replicate human blood. Like in the real world, we know how to create it and expand it. And I'm sure there are magical superpowers out there that can just. There's got to be something there. Bloodbender out here somewhere. I blend twice. Not. It's all twice his fault. But one thing they cannot do is they cannot take one for all from him. Yeah. He has to willingly hand it over. Yeah. All right. Speaking and he's of made it his own, I'm so proud of him. Speaking of handing it over, uh, since Justin isn't here, but I hit it, Hataraku. <laughs> Hataraku. 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 
All right. Uh, did, did you guys no- <laughs> notice that episode nine had a different opening? Yes. Yeah, I noticed like halfway through, I'm like, wait, the voices are not like they, there's a different, there's another singer. Like, what is going on here? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, similar to previous episodes we've had in the past with uh, Thymocyte, we get the backstory on our favorite Killer T. Yeah. And the commander. Yeah. Yeah. You get a character introduced and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, this guy, whatever, nerd. Oh, shit. He has a backstory. Uh, Well, actually, uh, Helper T has been there from earlier episodes, but he's just always in there for a couple of seconds. It's literally just him. Oh, shit's going down. We better deploy these guys. Yeah, it's literally him behind the console saying, oh, hey, he's just doing his job, enjoying some tea and having a snack. Right. But this episode, we find out that when they were baby cells, he was the fucking man. <laughs> Lord Jojo was not always Lord Jojo. The yeah, he reversed. was. <laughs> he he was the Sasuke, the quiet asshole genius that's better than everybody else. Yep. And Killer T was the fucking Naruto. Yeah. <laughs> making up attack names in the middle of the night <laughs> while How he's failing at that? trainings. He was literally the naive T from an earlier episode. Yep. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> really was, but I mean, that's why, that's part of why that particular episode was so good was because he was where naive had been. Yeah. I, I know where you're at. I know what you're capable of. Get your shit together. Yeah, and that's the reason it's shown that that's the reason why he's so hard on these guys is because he was the little shit that couldn't do anything and he doesn't want that for his recruits. I love how and the so memories throws cell, one of them through a building. The memories are just like sharing memories all the time. Yeah, and that's his job. Yeah, that's literally what he does. And it's he, his job. He did the same thing with the naive team before, too. Yep, because his job uh, is to number one, collect memories of of antigens for further use and number two to assist in the development of t-cells and that means being being big bro so i'm I'm wondering like what's the time frame on like the cells from young to like matured because it's it can't be a few years. It's gotta be who this person is. Like there's rumors that it's a child like I like we don't know. We don't know how the oldest kid is, but I mean, <laughs> how old this person is that they're inside. Well, I mean, and if we were going by the actual lifespan of cells, then the platelets would already be dead. Yeah, but there's a billion of them. They all look the same, so they're not dying. Oh, uh, red like, blood cell. You got me again. Squish, squish, squish. Oh my god! Poke the cheeks. I love how they're doing the um, like flashback episodes for everybody. Though I, I don't think the internet would survive doing a platelet flashback episode. Oh no! <laughs> I want to see tiny macrophage. Yes. In their little floofy dresses. Tiny basil fill. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing. Nobody knows anything about basil fill. So his flashback episode would just be an empty room. And then he walks into it, says something mysterious, and leaves. 
Exactly. And it was the perfect episode. Tiny NK. I'm pretty sure that there were some tiny NKs in the background of this episode, Coop, uh, because NKs are T cells, which yeah. means they would have been in the same boot camp as the other T cells. Because they all would have started as, as thymocytes. So yeah, because because there were there were lady T cells in yeah. that boot camp, and, and as you, we you, see, here's the thing. Oh, sorry, Gary, keep on. No, go ahead. Uh, pointing out, you know, the whole thymocyte into multiple different cell types. We saw that thymocyte boot camp had our our killer T, the commander helper T, and who I can't remember the name of the the secretarial lady. Oh, the uh, yeah who was kind of watching and observing the whole thing. All of those all started as the same type of cell. And so NK was our, the NK that we have seen has probably been in there. And it's just interesting the way they do. Uh... But that's what makes these flashback episodes so good is that not only are they great for storytelling purposes, but they're also further educational. Yeah. Uh, so that's... Yeah, not to mention that all of the all some of some of the cells we've seen tend to be portrayed as being one gender, and all of the killer T cells we've seen have been male. The only NK cell we've seen has been female, but there was a good healthy mix of male and female recruits in the boot camp crowd, if you look closely enough. Yeah, there's the there's the theory that they could be that they could fail, so they become something else. I'm guessing. I mean, they become the Green Arrow. Well, the one of them just falls through a fucking trap door and dies. Oh yeah, that's right. They literally drop out. So yeah, it's uh, it was a good episode. Also, a- speaking of since since Scoop is here watching. We have to talk about the masterful deployment of a trope in this episode in which men are more earnest on a riverbank at sundown. (laughs) (laughs) This happens in so many anime. Oh, yeah. When you see that orange golden light and there is water flowing, you know real talk's about to start. You could probably make an entire anime of of clips that are exactly the same. (laughs) And you will walk away a wiser person for it. I just love seeing like the the JoJo guys doing their thing, but still educating. Like that that's that's the best thing about this show. Is it's still it's still JoJo. <laughs> they are posing you in the face with knowledge. Oh yeah. Oh, this is actually done by the JoJo people. Yeah, David Stu- or David Production. That makes a whole lot more sense now as to why <laughs> all of the germs look like JoJo villains. Yeah, it is. It is one hundred percent the JoJo guys. Really, that is fantastic. I, I, I thought all the germs looked more like uh, Toyo Oyama, like Hunter X Hunter villains. Mm, no. Also, Toriyama is not Hunter X Hunter. <laughs> Wait, who is Hunter X Hunter? Uh, I believe the name of the author is Hiatus. <laughs> oh, too soon. Oh, that because that is my favorite. Like, I fucking love Hunter. <laughs> it's coming off hiatus for God only knows how long. Couple never, days. Never. It's never. Uh, no, it, it was literally just announced this week. 
I don't. I believe it. I believe that just like I believe we're getting freaking Kingdom Hearts three. I don't. <laughs> I, don't I was just about to make today. that joke because Carrie was just saying it earlier. I don't care what we saw today. We're not getting Kingdom Hearts three. Also, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll believe it when you can pick up a copy from uh, Entertainment Roundabout. Exactly. Yo, um, Yokoshiro Togashi is uh, Hunter X Hunter. Uh, <clears throat> Toriyama is pretty strictly Dragon Ball, and then video games. <laughs> and uh, Doctor Slump. Well, yeah, I guess I guess that counts. Uh, and then we have, yeah. Speaking of JoJo villain germs, <laughs> Staphylococcus aureus. Bless you. <clears throat> Thank you. It, yeah, yeah. Like if there were any kind of, if there were any, like if there was any question, if you if you know JoJo anime, like this uh, this episode kind of pulled you into. Like I've actually got uh, my sentient soundboard interested in watching some of the JoJo things because of cells at work. <laughs> so that um, that whole transformation that w- that was some straight up super robot shit right there. Oh yeah, got time. I just I personally love the uh, the flash to the family tree. Right. <laughs> you killed my cousin. Cousin. Boop, boop. <laughs> and they all look exactly the same. Yeah, it's just straight lines going down. Because <laughs> that's how things like virus and bacteria work. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so we had the giant combination into super bacteria. Yeah. That are actually using the... Uh, what was it called? Fibrin. fibrin. The fibrin from the platelets. Like how how is it able to use that? And and we also covered it slightly, uh, I think, in Discord too. This is the obligatory hot springs episode for this one too. Yeah. Oh yes, soak your feet in the nasal cavity juices. That sounds great. Yum! I do love how the nasal cavity is a hot springs town, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have the uh, the trope of the monster gets really fucking gigantic. Unfortunately, there was no you know, giant robot this time around. However, we did get another fun little twist. The uh, the guys in the hazmat suits aren't guys. Yeah. What it's a they? trap. Mo- mo- monocytes, I think they call yeah. them. Yes, monocytes. Yeah. With, depending on where they are at in the body, they're either monocytes or our good friends, the macrophages, with their gigantic fucking blunt weapons. Yeah, of destruction. So depending where they're at, it's like Mm -hmm. what cells that they are. Yeah, I I think they said specifically inside a blood vessel that are monocytes. When they exit that, they become the macrophages. Yep, and they can because they can migrate freely throughout the body. Ah, and like they're all that revolving door was the best part. It really was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's take down this germ, and they have all these. Oh my god, they have blunt in- blunt weapons. <gasps> oh god, it's the macrophages. I'm out of here. <laughs> like, for some reason, I'm waiting for, like, an autoimmune disease to, like, turn the immune system against itself. I would not be surprised to see that in Cells at Work Black. Yeah. Yeah, this is 
if they do that, it will be season two. I don't think they're going to go super that dark in this series. Well, I mean, they went to cancer in episode seven or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah but this will continue and we do get the other ones like Justin was telling us about. Yeah, Cells at Work Black, where it is a it is a much darker spin. It is. That one is for grownups. Yes. It, it will not be our fluffy episodes. Oh, no. Now, if they do a series where it's literally just following a platelet around for 12 episodes, we're in. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Coop. Cells at Work Black is a manga that's out right now. It is the body of an adult that drinks alcohol in abundance and smokes and does all this horrible shit to their body. And it is apparently a very bleak setting. So yeah. is it the same cells or is it different cells altogether? Well, it's a different, it's different, it's a different body. So it would be different different characters I, I assume it's different cell i mean it's obviously different cells different body but i'm assuming like a red blood cell shows up and a white and all this other stuff shows up and they're different feeling yeah we, we'd arguably get to see the same kind but they're probably going to be vastly different characters because of the environment they developed in yeah your white blood your red blood cell you're probably not going to get a waifu red blood cell in this it, you- it would basically be combined uh comparing like a rookie cop to the guy who's a day from uh retirement no! <laughs> that's literally what i think the comment that what the difference would be yeah. or, or like even a rookie cop in like rural peaceful town compared to 15 year veteran of the nypd all right let's go ahead and move on talking about giant robot battle yeah giant robot battle planet with yes. <laughs> Guys, uh, Planet with is so good. Why are people hands around the world is not supposed to be like that? Shinji, get in the fucking mech. <laughs> this, this wouldn't have happened if he got in the friggin' mech. I'm damn it, Shinji. Ryusuke, the one that everybody thought was a throwaway character and super weak, turns out his force of will is strong enough to seal the entire planet in one go. Yeah. And hey, spoiler alert, ceiling sucks. Yeah. All yeah. sound gone. All emotion. Like everybody's in their dreams, which is fine. But every, like in, in the real world, everything stopped. The planet is yeah. like, because nothing could change. Yeah. This it wasn't. Is, sorry. I was going to say, it wasn't even like what happened with Nezuya, where they were like, they were going about their daily lives, just, you know. No, not driven to move forward. No, everything stopped. Yeah, the power of his desire to seal the planet literally yeah. sealed the planet. Because Generalissimo and um, and what's her face? Should I see? Uh, always see like seemed even surprised that it was this intense. Like, I think they were kind of anticipating, even with the sealing device, kind of it just being a more so like globalized version of what happened to um, justice in them. Mm-hmm. Like, because they were like, "Yeah, this is wow." Okay, <laughs> well, pretty, pretty much overkill. Yeah, I mean, and he's he stripped all the color from the planet too. He punched the highlights out of her hair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott Pilgrim references. God. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's yeah, like they won, and they just. Shinji got the goddamn mech after Ghost Brother showed up again. It's like, yeah, uh, are you going to do this thing? The the person from Paradise, right? The people of Paradise? Yes. 
Ghost brother. Ghost brother. The, the people of paradise manifesting in a form Soya would want to see, which is, of course, his dead brother. And they can't control because obviously they can't because that would be. <laughs> I, well, see, that, 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 that's actually a very meta psychological thing is every single individual you meet in your life is going to perceive you differently from the way you perceive yourself. Who knows that, John, by the way? Yeah, it, it's Kakamagahara. <laughs> <laughs> um it, yeah, exactly. It's one of those things like yeah, you don't like you may see yourself as something, you know, something else, but everybody else is going to see you how they see you. Um so it's great touching on that deep of thing. Um and again, like bravo on this show for being like presenting itself for, as one thing. Like the bad guy punching the good guys and the good guys no longer being good guys and then punching the bad, the main good guy who turns out to be the main bad guy. And then fuck all that. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough for the, you know, episode where everything literally does that things aren't always black and white. Yeah. And then Shinji got in the mech. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> And then, yeah, got, then then they fucking Gurn Lagandas and the mech got in a bigger mech. And it was so good. I love oh. that form. Oh, it's, it's so pretty. Thing. Trigger warning. It felt a lot of trigger. The mech got into a bigger mech. How is this out triggering Darling in the Frogs? <laughs> because this show is not held back. Yeah, not that's the thing. <laughs> This this show's allowed to be off the chain, like unlike Darling, which suffered from obvious studio oversight. This one's just like, yep, nope, you have money, so, go. Yeah, so uh, that first that what is it? Episode eight? No, episode was, nine. Yeah, yeah, episode nine, where um, where Ryusuke's uh, photon god armor absorbed the entire ceiling device and went gigantic and he kicked his entire team's asses. Yeah. Easily. I fought and I won. Now let's do this. Are, are you happy to the world? Are you happy now? I fought and I won. And then comes Soya with him and Ginko and Sensei piloting the samurai cat spaceship. So Which is a better phrase you never expected you'd be saying at the beginning of this year. But I love that we can. <laughs> also, also, fucking family roll call. Right? Like, they, they don't touch on this at all previously in the series, but for some reason, both Soya and Ginkgo give themselves the same family name. Yeah, I'm guessing that might, I'm guessing that might be from Sensei or something like that. Because they both remember their previous identities. It's not like he evaporated their previous identities. Like, they just, yeah, they have a family name. I, it might have something to do with uh, the duality of black and white and the generalissimo and sensei, because black and white is a huge theme in anime and Japanese Ooh. culture in general. Yeah. The yin and the yang, the light and the dark, life and, so, and death. Even though Sensei is purple in the anime, it might be one of those situations where he's shaded purple for visual reasons, but he's meant to be black. Oh, absolutely. That might also be a 
they, since this is a wider audience than the manga, it might have been one of those things. If he's black in the manga, having a giant black cat, that being, uh, you know, not exactly lucky in many religion and thought processes. Yeah. That might not have been something that they wanted on TV because Japan's real weird about things. Like, mm-hmm. they're okay with showing people dying and everything like that, but like, you slightly edge towards poking at Shintoism and get the fuck out of here. Like, but the armor of the armor that the samurai cat form wears is black. Yeah. Um, which goddamn that form. Yeah, it's real fucking good. So good. And then Soya decides that if he's gonna do this thing, he's gonna do this thing right and challenges the generalissimo to a fight. Accept your challenge. I accept your declaration of war. Later. Your 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 tail is wagging. Silence. <laughs> Silence, mortal. Yeah, he was he was super happy that Sensei got released from the from the uh, ceiling. Oh yeah, because they are these guys. Like you can tell, even before the next episode, which we'll touch on in a second. But you can tell that these guys have been best friends for a long ass time. Yeah. Yes, they have. And that brings us to Karelin and Rashaverak, which, by the way, we actually get to hear their real names, and they are fucking cool. So this is the final episode, right? No. No, no it's not. There's we still two got more. two more to go, baby. What the hell? It's like... Yeah! Yeah, no, they still have to fight the fucking dragon. Yeah. I know, dra- but that's supposed to be left for, like, season two. We may not be getting a season two. What, what's season two? Come on. This may be a 12 and out. Like, But that's the thing is, if it's a 12 and out, it's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, if, if they keep this up and it's just this 12 episodes, it's another of the six episodes of Fooly Cooly. It doesn't need more. We got more. I haven't watched it yet. But it's it's fine as it is in that block of 12 episodes if they keep it up the way it has been. So we get the epic battle. It came as my, I, when looking, I'm like, this name doesn't seem familiar to me. I realized that I haven't watched this episode yet. Well, no. Spoilers. Spoiler warning, CJ. Oh, <laughs> no. I don't care. Uh, yeah, we, we get the big fight between Generalissimo and Shiraishi's combined form. The cat and, and the dog, CJ. Yes. <laughs> well, what I noticed that made me giggle when I realized it is when they start punching each other, uh, Soya is yelling out, Nyah! Yeah. Yes. yeah. And uh, Shirashi is yelling out, Wan. It's amazing. Which, for those of you literally who bark and meow. Yeah, bark and meow in, <laughs> in Japanese. Yes, so they are fighting like cats and dogs. I was kind and of expecting thing- for like the thousand fists coming from each of them. I also love that they invited the uh, psychokinetic people to come and watch, and also they gave Nozo-chan a little holographic projector thingy so she can watch. Like she got that from someone. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah. That was, um, was clearly from Ginkgo, but still. And Josh pointed out something cool about the giant mech designs and their proportions in relation to each other. Oh, completely opposite. The spaceship form of the black cat mech has a very average size body and head, but massive hulking arms and legs. The combined form mech of Generalissimo and Shiraishi and their spaceship has a very large body, but pin thin arms and legs. And it has a like, weird ass 
proportioned head too. Well, that's cool. Which, by the way, go figure, the Generalissimo and Shiraishi can also drink. And when they go into doping mode, the Generalissimo gets a cape and a fucking Centurion helmet. Oh, that's brilliant. And instead of Giga Cat Blade, they get uh, Fenrir Blade. Nice. And so that fight goes on, and they combine with the giant mechs, and it's absolutely beautiful. It really is. And they fight, and they fight, and they fight, and hey, why didn't the old man show up? I don't know. We invited him. Oh, look at him looking out stoically across the water. And they're fighting, and they're fighting, and they're fighting up in fucking space. And they're blowing the arms off of each other's giant spaceship mechs. And Soya goes off balance. The Generalissimo has an opening. All of a sudden, you see this streak of light across the sky. And here comes the old man (laughs) putting everything he's got into a gigantic fucking sword. This is for my son. Oh. And he cuts off the remaining arm of the Generalissimo mech. Oh. And Soya goes, but I'm the one who killed him. I know. And, and by putting everything into it, he was in mech form, and then suddenly he was not, and he was just this old man flying through the air holding this enormous... Giant glowing sword of awesomeness. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then, taking the opening... Hi, Rachel. ...that, that he made for them, with the last of his soul and the last of his energy as he falls unconscious and is barely caught by, I think, Nezuya. Nezuya, yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, Nezuya's back, yay. Yeah, Nezuya's fine. And posing the entire fucking time. I know. It was beautiful. Um, they, Sensei and Soya and Ginko, because they're all in there together now, or at least Sensei and Soya are. Yeah, Ginko's there as well. And they eject the cat mech from the spaceship and zoom inside the the dog spaceship. The dog ship. The dog ship. Dog ship, um... The dog mech detaches as well, goes inside. So now they're both inside the dog mech. And they beat the shit out of each other. The mechs dissipate. And Sensei tumbles forward. Soya throws the fucking Geta. (laughs) After tackling Shiraishi out of the way. So that Sensei can pull the fucking Iron Geta punch on the last ceiling weapon the ceiling faction has. Yeah, because they because they were going at each other. They're doing the whole Naruto Sasuke final confrontation thing. Generalissimo's going straight for Sensei's face, and Sensei takes it in order to get a punch the ceiling device. Because as Soya points out, he's trying to save you too. Yeah. And the terms of the fight were basically ceiling faction has to break sensei's will and pacifists just have to destroy the last ceiling device it's nice that there's rules yeah they agreed to it beforehand well that that was the whole reason they had that that fight there on this remote island somewhere in the pacific in the first place was the generalissimo wanted a fair fight once they were all recovered that's cool I'm super stoked to watch this episode. It's yeah, real good. Good episode. I'm about. Oh, I, it, I, it was never. It was never a. I wasn't going to watch it. It was just one of those things. Like, oh wait, I forgot to watch it. <laughs> I forgot to watch this episode. But now I'm real fucking stoked to watch it. So. And it's, then. It's but, a real great episode. But go ahead, Carrie. And then at the very end, 
Soya gathers all of the psychokinetic god friends together and tells them, hey, guess what, y'all? Since I kicked all of your asses, you got to listen to me. And there's a dragon up there that we got to fight. I'm guessing none of them argue. <laughs> none of them argue. Um, yeah, well, at first, the at first like, where's the, the, the yeah, where's there, is right there really here, right? a person of paradise here? And she's flailing her arms <laughs> through the person of paradise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so everyone agrees to it after after Generalissimo was like, "What? I don't." There, the dragon didn't survive. Blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, "Well, the people of paradise said he did, so he did." Um. And then it cuts to five years later. Yes. Uh, time jumps. Yeah. Fucking- well, because that's when the dragon is going to wake up. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, fucking five year time skip instead of the typical two in the second to last episode instead of like halfway through. Y'all are messing with the trope timing here. We see them as adults. Well, adult, adult uh, older, and of course, Soya grows up to look just like his brother. Just like his brother. Well, it's it's been five years. He was a high school freshman when this started, which meant in in Japan, there's only three years of high school. So he would have been 16 during the main series, which means five years later, he's 21. They're adults. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the youngest would be the the lolly girl and the Kumashiro, oh. and what's her name? Lolly girl and overly attached girl. Inaba. Those are the the two young. Yeah, and it's it's very much implied that they got together. Good. Good. All right. Um. So really quick, we have some serious talk we need to do. You guys. A little bit of housekeeping, yeah. Yeah, we are ending another season here, and we have here. I'm going to put into the chat. Uh, we have the fall 2018 list. Now, this is us just kind of brainstorming. We're going to decide stuff off camera, but here's what we have coming up this next season. Uh, Sword Art Online, Alicization. No, because I'm trying to avoid doing sequels or extra seasons of stuff we have not already done. And also, fuck Sword Art. Also, fuck Sword Art. This uh, is a good adaptation, I promise. I, I read the books. So really good. Uh, fairy tales final season. I'm going to watch it. We are not going to watch it for the show because again, not doing extra seasons, certainly not the final season. Uh, I might do a coda. Like I started doing with dragon ball super with it, uh, strictly because I want to talk to people about fairy tale. Um, Tokyo ghoul second season. No, cause I didn't really care for the first season. <laughs> uh, Toru Majitsu no Index 3, the third season of said anime. No, because it's the third season. <laughs> uh, all these are beginning in October for the most part. Um, Goblin Slayer, which seems interesting. Um, I've heard some pretty brutal shit about that show. Hmm. Uh, how so? Brut- brutal good or brutal bad? Uh, mostly that it's brutal. I mean, I could deal with brutal as long as we don't have a fucking rape scene in it. Because, because most of what I've heard is hype for it. Um, so that's in the maybe. Uh, strictly as long as it doesn't go the Grand Crest War. Route. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, as as long as it doesn't Grand Crest us, we can at least give it the three up. Yeah, exactly. That's one we will probably put on the roster uh, strictly because that's the hype engine for the season. And we always like having SEO uh, <laughs> for at least a couple of episodes. We will see how it pans out. Uh, 
Irizoku, Irizoku, Tekai no Ashitakari, Kara. Uh, looks like another well-drawn witch anime. Cool. Maybe. PA works, probably. Yeah. Uh, witch with some time travel and feelings, it looks like, from the synopsis. There's nothing wrong with that. So, I mean, that, that's not an instant no. <laughs> I mean, PA Works is the same people that did uh, Soccer Quest. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. So, yeah, yeah definitely interested in that. It's a hard maybe. Uh, Tensai Shitara Slime Datakin. Uh, it's a slime anime? It's an isekai. No. Except apparently the protagonist is the slime. Japan, why are you weird? <laughs> um, um, I, I mean, I see a so, something with a something that looks like it's trying to be Gabumon without the Pelton. Yeah. Uh, I see gigantic boobs and a loli with stockings on. So, given that there's a slime involved, yeah, that's gonna get weird. Yeah, and it's a, and it's a seinen series, so yeah, that's probably a no. Uh, bunny waifu, nope. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, puberty syndrome. The, hey. Yeah, the first the first words in this synopsis are puberty syndrome. Moving on. Yep, moving on. Uh, <laughs> Kamui second season. No, because it's second season. Uh Kinshiku Jako no Juliet. Uh slice of uh, life. It's it's freaking Shakespeare. Man, That's like pretty it. much all you need to know about it. Japanese Oh, they're they're it's, they're Montagues and Capulets, yeah. and they're all girls. Uh, so probably not. And dog and cat, because we need to keep that trope. Yagate Kimi ni Naru, what citrus should have been, apparently. Uh, citrus has still burned me enough on that, so I'm still going to say no. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that, but I'm just saying everything I've seen uh, written up about this particular series is it's the concept done right without it, stepsister incest. That's good. Um... So I mean, I mean, good on yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just one of those things. Like, I yeah, no, completely understandable. <laughs> um, so weird. Older brother or younger sister wanting to do things with her older brother. Nope. Uh, Pass. Uh, Jean Arc. Uh, seems like uh, Ulysses Jean Dark to Renkin Nokishi. Uh, Hundred Years War with Magic. And I am so down on that. <laughs> so that's a hard maybe. I mean, looking at the sheer amount of boobs, yeah, that's definitely a hard maybe. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Radiant looks cool. Radiant looks really cool. Actually, Radiant is probably a lock for us. Uh, like Josh, the, the synopsis sounds great because I love series where the the MacGuffin is tied to the bad. Yes. Um, so yeah, radiant, we've actually talked a bit about in the, in the, in the slack, we are probably going to do radiant, uh, beatless final stage because it's the final stage of it. No, uh, uh, Senren Kagura. Nope. Second season. Boobs. The boobening with extra jiggle physics. Yes. Uh, we, we don't need more jiggle physics. You're going to get more. Uh, so that's where all the dead are alive. Uh, jiggle physics went right. Uh, Ace Attorney anime season two. Season two. 
Nope. No. <laughs> uh, Deuterone, Kazemai, Coco. Coco. It's, it's a sports anime about archery. I like sports anime, but no. <laughs> Uh, ingress hard maybe most likely might probably happen <laughs> it looks pretty cool it does it look does, really cool it gives off like a psychopath feel just from the, the image i'm looking at. oh the artwork is very psychopaths yeah and i'm i love psychopaths also the enlightener involved hey hey Dan, spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert guys i have a new project dan get the fuck back at the story um release the spice hey, go somewhere Anime. spice must flow uh, waifu spies. No, uh, <laughs> double decker, Doug and Krill. Uh, it seems like it seems like one of those ones that's gonna try to be weird, either in the line of Trigun and um, uh, Cowboy Bebop. Uh, this one's got re right at the start of it, so I'm immediately out. Rewrite it, 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 it. <laughs> Tokigo no Darida. Uh, he decides he has to go back. It's time travel weirdness. It's quantum leap, but anime. Um, I'm not going to read the name of this. I'm going to read the, the synopsis for it. I'll make it so your body's unable to forget mine. Sajino Takoto's five-year reign as most huggable number one has been snatched. <laughs> oh, this one involves drunken, uh, drunken blackmail. Oh, maybe. That's a hard baby, just because it seems really dumb. Like uh, it's a yaoi show, and those are not always the most healthy portrayal of same-sex relationships. Yeah, includes a large quantity of other high high suspense erotic stories. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to watch this. Ugh, this 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 next one involves lowly cons, so fuck that. We're moving off of that one, I still would, I would love to have I would love to make Carrie uncomfortable to watch that one, but we won't. And we're uh, definitely swearing off of this fucking one. Uh, conception, no. <laughs> Yeah, based on a video game where the point is to knock girls up to make more minions. Yeah, no. No. It basically takes all of the uh, fire emblem increasing of bodies and just like, oh yeah, you're you're the father of all of them. Yeah. No. no, Uh, This one, this one seems interesting to me for our fluff. Uh, Tanari no Kyutsuki san, uh, vampire. Modern day vampire comedy. I I like that. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then the next Saved one from a strange incident by a vampire girl named Sophie Twilight. You oh. fucking kidding me? Although no. a vampire, no. Sophie never no. attacks humans, but purchases blood and anime goods via mail and lives a modern life. <laughs> we need to watch this one, you guys. <laughs> Sophie Twilight. It's like somebody's fucking DA account. I we're so in. I so want to do this one. What's you the name of that one? And it's based on a four coma, so it's probably going to be a short. Tonari no kiatsukitsi sa. Yeah. God, that, that second word is a jumble. Konari no Kyuketsuki san. Yeah, it's it's not that bad if you actually know how to say things. Uh, next one. Now, this, this next Five. one. Sports anime about su- uh, sumo. <laughs> if we're gonna if we're gonna cover a sports anime, I'm kind of interested in this one because sumo is super traditional Japanese culture, and we could probably learn a lot of shit about Japanese culture watching it. 
Yeah, that that is definitely a maybe. Uh, that that is definitely in the hard maybe. Remember when we watched Sumo at the hotel, Josh? It was real entertaining. Uh, Gaku and Basada, battle comedy parody, Warring States era uh, Warriors of Capcom's action game franchise as rival students. Uh, this is Rival Schools, you guys. Rival Schools, the anime, and I can't fucking wait. And I don't care. I'm going to watch this one. Uh, and anybody who wants to watch it with me is welcome to it because fuck yeah, Rival Schools. <laughs> uh, Beelzebub, Joe, no, Okimesu, Mama. Beelzebub is a great demon lord who rules over several million demons. Murin, who decides to serve the demon lord, learns that not only does Beelzebub lack the poise to be a great demon, but is also a laid-back girl who likes fluffy things. <laughs> because the okay. daily comedy revolving around many villains in the demon world, uh, vampire girl might... God damn it. <laughs> so this season's been kind of rough on things. We might have a lot more fluff for fall, you guys. Uh, Sora Tuumi Noida. Uh, Set in Onomichi City, six girls dream of becoming space, space fish fishermen. <laughs> they aim to capture god-eating monsters that leave fish vulnerable, as well as enemies which they encounter. What the fuck? Add that to the list. I just, I, I'm looking at that summary and the thumbnail image and wondering which which is wrong. The disconnect, yeah. You had me at Space Fisherman. Right. We're whalers on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Karakuri Circus, which is one Justin and I are real hyped about. This one looks JoJo as fuck. I know! I'm so in. <laughs> it's basically puppet fighting action adventure mystery. Oh, so it's an adult version of Zatch Bell? Yeah. All right, I'm in. Uh, Anime yell. Uh, Kaze ga suyoku fuiteru. Fuiteru. I was close. Uh, sports anime about running. Sumo still more interesting. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, of the three sports anime, this is number four. <laughs> Uh, Gaitsuko Shonaten Honda-san. How did I stumble over the word Honda? <laughs> the comedy manga story centers on a skeleton named Honda who works in a bookstore. Skeleton okay. Manga. Sweet. I mean, it's probably not going to be better than How to Keep a Mummy, but... Uh, Sounds he fucking hilarious. He does. Himote House. The comedy anime centers on five girls and one cat all living as housemates in Tokyo. Okay. Uh, they, they all possess, they all possess mysterious secret power. power. Oh, God. I'd and rather watch the PA Works one. It's uh, all about being vaguely lesbian because there's no men. Probably. This one is, is from the studio called Bouncy. Yeah, I'm seeing bouncive. Bouncy. No, bouncy. it's bouncy. It, it, is, it is literally bouncing. Uh, it must be my screen screwing around. So yeah, we we know what that show's about. Uh, yeah. Boing, boing. Uh, Bakumatsu. Uh, bitch, pain. I will live for you. Story between two blossoms. Love story. Uh, probably good stuff. 
Across time, yeah, time traveling, love story. Hangatkase Million Arthur, based on a mobile game. Moving on. Yep. Nope. Anime yell. Or anima, <laughs> anima yell. I mean, uh, sports anime about cheerleading. Moving on. Zombieland Saga. No synopsis. No synopsis yet. But it's Zombieland. And it looks like there's a zombie dog. But it also looks like the rest of the cast is female. So, so I, I have I have a feeling that's actually another bouncy. But it's Mappa. Uh, but <laughs> maybe because I mean it's 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 fall. We need to do a spoopy anime. That's a possibility. That's what the skeleton bookstore <laughs> one is for. <laughs> How that works? It's soup. It's tagged as supernatural, <laughs> but not horror. Uh, Kitsune no Koe. It's it's fucking male version of Full Moon Woshagashite. I'm almost positive. Yeah, probably. It's it's male idols. Uh, not to be confused with uh, was it uh was the Cinderella Girls Active M or whatever it is something like that. Yeah, uh, side M, uh, <laughs> which is the other one about male idols. Uh, Akane Asu Sasu Shoujo. That second word tells you what it's about. Shoujo anime. The Crystal Radio Club. Yeah. Performing a certain ritual. Uh oh. It's with, with several conditions coincidentally falling into place, it stops being fun in games. Uh-oh. Uh yeah, that, that sounds like some Madoka shit right there. That's Next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we we've went we've went almost Madoka. Moving on. Merc story. And that's where I'm gonna end because those are takes place in a world where humans and monsters coexist. The protagonist, Yu, is a healer apprentice and possesses the ability to tame monsters. Pokemon! In a quest to regain the memories of Merc, a girl confined in a bottle, the pair embarks on a journey. Bottle waifu! Yay! Okay. Uchu Senkan Tiramisu's wife! Okay, so I just want to point something out real quick here. Look at the studio on this one. Gonzo. Fucking Gonzo. When was the last time we saw something from Studio Fucking Gonzo? Uh, Helsing, uh, Rosario, and Vampire, which this I is a season two for the uh, record. I did watch a little bit of this one. This oh, season. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. The, the space, the, the spaceship Tiramisu. It's, oh, okay. Yeah. It, it's a super short, like it's a, like an eight, nine minute episode. It's stupid and it's actually kind of fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, these guys, Gonzo have done a lot of great things, by the way. Uh, the one that I knew them for was uh, Helsing, uh, because I never paid attention to what studio put out Full Metal Panic. <laughs> yeah, if, if if the second season is as short as the first season, it wouldn't be hard to catch. Oh, geez, these guys put out like a lot of anime that I fucking love. And then Gantz. <laughs> Gantz was all right. Uh, sure, that's a word for it. Uh, okay, Jingai san no yome. This one looks adorable. He has to become a wife. This this boy has to become a wife for a creature, sheep thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know about that. It seems fun. Oh, Japan. Right. Uh, Sotoken is so uh, Soten no Ken Regenesis second season. No synopsis yet. No. Moving on. Second season. Grazeni season two looks like it's about baseball. Also, second season. No. The Idol Master, side M. No. That's like season 12 at this point. 
Uh, Hora Mimi Ga Miteru Yo! The cute story of the daily life between a guy and his cat boy roommate. <laughs> no. Oh. It's a Chinese Japanese co production. That seems like it could be interesting at the very least. Uh, you don't see a lot of co productions in anime. Yeah. Uh, Oshiyatsu Chisote San. Chosei-san. Chan, actually. Chan. Uh, it's about an adorable penguin who gets fed. And travels. And travels. They're uh, a tourist. A tourist penguin who likes food. I love it. He's you know what? Me. Can't be upset about that. Right. It's so super, so super adorable. Ken and Ken. Oki. No synopsis. No cover art. And the tags are action, adventure, demons, fantasy, magic, and martial art. It means it means a solid. I'll watch it, but I don't know anything about it. Studio Dean or Studio Dean? Oh, oh, it's the Fates Day. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ! Now I have to watch it. It's the yeah, Fates and it's also Day. it's also a uh, Log Horizon Studio. It's also a uh, an un, it's like an original series too. There's nothing listed in the anime list for it before. I'm definitely watching this one. It's yeah, just just the just the freaking studio putting it out. Yeah, the Raroni Kenshi Studio, the Fate Studio, fucking. I'm absolutely watching this. Like, there's no there's no doubt in my mind that as soon as that premieres, I am watching the hell out of it. And finally, Hoshi no Shimi uh, Shima no, uh, no Nyanko. It's adorable cats. So we have some series that we were talking about. Um, jo- Josh is raving about a uh, a Studio Trigger anime that never is not happening this season. <laughs> it's listed on here as October. Unknown. Promare. Trigger. Question mark, question mark, October. Dash, dash, 2018. Yeah, unknown. Yeah, we know literally nothing about that. In fact, it's not even listed as an OVA or anything. So yeah, it's unknown. It is the most unknown of the unknowns, and that only makes it more interesting. Once we figure out what it is, give it to me. We'll be happy to. We'll be happy to watch it because we are contractually obligated to. (laughs) Uh, Another thing that isn't on here that's making me sad is Gridman. Yeah, give me the Gridman. No great man for you. We're getting a Yu Yu Hakusho special. And Dragon Ball Super Broly. Yeah. That's in December. That's going to be some... Uh... Uh, it'll be in the States in January. Uh, so much like... Uh, so bridging the gap between this uh, this season and next season, we will be doing a written review kind of thing about the uh, My Hero movie. Uh, <laughs> the first show in October. And then going forward when is when we're going to start doing our October episodes. So just just as so you guys know what's going on with that um that that's what's going to happen at the end of the month it, the first episode of october is going to be uh, the my hero anime otaku show rant and review crossover yeah so because coop's asking gridman is a tokusatsu franchise that has had one anime previously i believe uh but a couple of live action shows uh studio triggers involved so it immediately has my interest but we got one series of it for a little while in the States under the extremely unfortunate name of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. 
Oh, you had me there. I fucking, I, I ironically love that shit. <laughs> it features one of the Lawrence brothers. The word cyber spelled with an S. It has all the Lawrence brothers in it, I believe. Either way. Fairly sure it has all three Lawrence brothers and Tim Curry as the bad guy. Yes, Tim Curry is the bad guy. That's one of the important things. But yeah, funny enough, the actual full title for this upcoming Gridman anime that Trigger is working on is SSSS Gridman. They're ba- the Trigger's embracing the camp. Yes! And it's going to be real interesting because the whole thing about Gridman is he is basically an electric police officer. He deals with cybercrime, literally. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Trigger embracing the camp, CJ. Trigger is the camp. Yeah. I am the hype. I also didn't know there were Eureka 7 movies that I did not know about. Yeah, we're getting another Eureka 7 movie. Uh, I didn't even know. This is the second one. I didn't know the first one. Yeah, it's real good. Um, I know what I'm doing at some point. Yep, it's it's real good. Um, did, did it get everything? Your everything Eureka Seven is really good. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, so yeah, we will be talking. Uh, we'll be finishing up this season's stuff through this month, and then first episode of October will be my hero movie, and probably depending on when it gets to the states, the first first show of uh, 2019 will probably be AOS R and Ring the Broly movie. He's so cool, but so stupid. Toriyama comes in, fuck you and you're stupid. This is how Broly is done. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I love how uh, Toriyama's explanation of uh, Broly, and I forget what exactly he said, but if you know the way Japanese people phrase things when they're trying to be super polite, which is always when you're in a professional arena... It was basically Toriyama saying, y'all don't know shit. I'm going to do this character right. Well, the story behind Broly is fascinating. He drew him and just kind of tossed him to si- tossed him to the side. And like lunch. One of the other guys picked up, picked up the drawing and asked Toriyama what, he, what this character was. He goes, I don't know. His name is Broly or something. And what are you going to do with him? Probably nothing. Can I do something with him? Have fun. <laughs> And then Kakarot cried. Yes. Um, but yeah, and actually, it's also our first in-canon movie. Yeah, Broly will actually be canon. This movie is 100% in-canon, takes place after the Tournament of Power. Like, it is. this is the bridge between Dragon Ball Super as we knew it and whatever is going to go on into the future. Dragon Ball GT, Grand Toriyama. <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Really appreciate it. <coughs> appreciate it so much. He's donating along. I'm a die. Uh, if you want to email the show, you can do so by emailing show at geek-io.net. Just put anime in the subject line. Uh, all of our social medias are all slash geek.io show. If you want to give us a call and leave us a voicemail, you can do so. 727-489-4335. 727-489-GEEK. If you want to chat with us after we are off air, Make sure you go over to our Discord channel, geek-io.net slash Discord. And if you want to support the stream and everything that we do on the Geek.io network, head over to patreon.com slash geek.io, where you can get exclusive content for said Discord, including special uh, lounges, 
ability to influence the shows that you love and things that you don't love and much more. <clears throat> Ow. <laughs> that cough hurt. Um, and now we are going to do some brief show title readings. <clears throat> A very brief. We have Mike slapping harder, better, faster, danger, donger, <laughs> donger, Teddy Grahams and off-brand painkillers. That one. Yes, Quirk. Not all rabbits. Oh, shit. He has a backstory. Soy Shinji, which I'm proud of. Uh, the main good guy who turns out to be the main bad guy. Samurai Cat Spaceship and Psychokinetic Godfriends. I unfortunately can't vote for Samurai Cat Spaceship because of proxies. Uh, so that is three for Samurai Cat Spaceship. Four for Samurai Cat Spaceship. Ah, 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 ah. So, hey, guess what? Samurai Cat Spaceship. All right, guys. We will see you. Uh, tune in tomorrow for Small Screen Spoiler Show. You guys, Jazz and I will be talking through Disenchanted. I have words about that damn show. And Better Call Saul. We'll see you tomorrow. Good night. Bye. Bye. Oyasumi nasai. Hi, my name is Water Buffalo, and I hope you've enjoyed this KK Media Network production. Copyright 2018, you see how that works? Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>